Hey, real quick before we jump in the episode, I just want to make a quick announcement and let you know that Online Beauty Empire, the enrollment period is just around the corner. So if you've been wanting to launch an online course, but you're feeling like you're getting stuck, for whatever reason, you're not making the progress moving forward to actually create it. Maybe you're fearing that no one's going to want to buy your course. You're not sure if you have the right audience. You're not sure how to establish yourself as an expert in your space. Whatever you're dealing with, Online Beauty Empire is going to help you work through that. And the awesome thing is, is that with this next launch, I'm completely revamping all the bonuses that are available with Online Beauty Empire. Like we're talking about how to establish yourself as an expert with my Brand Builder Masterclass. We're gonna teach you how to do my new fast launch method that we're taking a handful of students through right now. And the results are amazing. Like we're adding so many new bonuses and all these different things to Online Beauty Empire. So you can hit the ground running and you can start seeing results right away and start building your online business. Because the truth is, Anyone can pull out their phone and they can film themselves and they can throw it online and say that they have a course. But it's another thing to know how to create an online course business. So an online course business gives you the opportunity to stop trading your time for money and to offer real transformations for your students. And that's what we offer in Online Beauty Empire. We walk you through step-by-step everything that you need to build a thriving, successful online course business. So if that's you, if you're a beauty professional and you want to learn how to create a really transformative online beauty course, then jump on the wait list. Online Beauty Empire is opening in just a short period. And we only do this a few times a year, so now's the time to jump in. We have so many amazing bonuses, and I can't wait for you to be a part of this next enrollment period. So with that being said, jump over to onlinebeautyempire.com. You can get on the wait list, and you'll be the first to know when it opens up. Welcome to the Beauty Brand Launchpad. I'm your host, Mark Kaiser, AKA Mr. Mags, and here we're diving deep with tangible tips, tricks, and mindsets to take your beauty business to the next level so you can stop trading your time for money and start building your future. Because I truly believe that once you've equipped yourself with the knowledge of what's possible for your beauty brand and the steps of how to get there, it's just a matter of finding the path that best aligns with you. So come join me as we go through this journey together and have this be the launchpad for the beauty business of your dreams. All right, welcome back to the Beauty Brand Launchpad Podcast. This is episode 29, I believe. Yeah, 29. And today I wanted to talk about how to overcome overwhelm. I feel like this is this is pretty prevalent and I feel like a lot of people can relate with this where they have, let's just say, for example, you wanna launch a product line or you wanna launch a course or you just really wanna take your beauty business to the next level. You wanna take it past offering services, right? Well, a lot of times we have this big grand vision And because it's a big grand vision, we start getting overwhelmed. We're like, oh, there's so many things I have to do. Like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to accomplish this. And then you start doubting yourself and you're like, I'm a perfectionist, this needs to be perfect. It needs to look a certain way. I want it to come off, you know, professionally and whatever else. And we start throwing all these things on our plate and it stops us from moving forward. And that's what I wanna talk about in today. And I think you're gonna get a lot of uh, great takeaways that you can actually implement so you can start moving forward. Because uh, I talk about this with Maggie all the time. We talk about this constantly because she's seen on her end and I'm seeing it uh, as well as I follow different beauty experts and I I work with them you know, in a group setting, one-on-one and all these different things. And there's so many times that we're, we're just stopping ourselves. We're stopping ourselves for whatever reason. And most of the reasons are kind of dumb. I'm going to be honest. Like this is, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here because too often we just let fears dictate our entire lives. Just the sheer fact that fear is dictating our lives is really sad. 
It's very, very sad. Because if you think about it, if we're letting fear dictate every aspect of our lives, then how is that fulfilling at all? We're, we're coming from a place of lack and scarcity and all, all these different things that are bringing, it, bringing us down instead of a place of possibility and potential and opportunity and, and all these amazing things that are in front of us because that's truly the life that we have. This is the opportunity that we have. And it's all about perspective. It's all about focusing on the things that we want rather than the things that we don't want. And so if we're letting fear dictate how we're operating and how we move forward, then we're never going to reach our goals. We're never going to reach our potential even. And that's the last thing that I want to avoid when I'm doing my online business and I'm moving forward and I'm trying to reach my goals. I never want to look back at my life and think, man, I wish I would have done that, you know? I wish I would have done that one thing. I wish I would have pushed myself. I wish I would have would have gone all in, right? Like I don't want to have those regrets when it comes to the end of my life. And to kind of piggyback that off too, I heard someone once say, they're like, you know, they're talking about fears and overthinking and all these different things. And the way he put this was so brilliant. And he said, you've never met someone who's like, oh man, I really wish I would have overthought that a little bit more right? Like I really wish I would have gotten in my head and really slowed down my progress because that, that would have been beneficial in the long run. No, if anything is the opposite, you, it's always people saying, I don't know why I was overthinking it. Like it's really not nearly as bad as I thought it was. So before we get into the episode, I just want to quickly say, if you've been dragging your feet, if you've been working towards someone, something and you've been letting fear and doubt and anything else stop you from moving forward, cut it out. Cut it out and stop looking for permission for you to take your business to the next level or to chase your dreams because you don't need permission. All you need to do is start taking action. You have that end goal in mind, so start figuring it out and start making progress because guess what? You are never gonna get past the fear just by sitting on the sidelines. The only way you work through that fear and those doubts and those insecurities are putting yourself out there. And guess what? It's never gonna be as bad as you think it is. Even if you put yourself out there and you get zero people to sign up for your course, that's not a failure. That's not a failure. That's just data. It's just information that you can use to tweak and adjust the next time you launch your course or the next time you do your product line or the next time you try and offer a new service or whatever it is. Like stop letting fears dictate your, your, your moves, really. Like even if you rack up a ton of credit card debt and you go all in and you start spending money on ads and all these different things and it doesn't pan out, guess what? You can just file for bankruptcy. You can consolidate your your debt, your credit card debt into a loan that has a better interest payment and paid off over time. Like even if you have you know $50,000 in debt, that doesn't matter. You just make the minimum payments on it, right? So this is my soapbox. That's all I'm gonna end with, but like stop letting fear win. Honestly, stop letting fear win because it leads to an empty life in existence and there's no fulfillment in it. So that's my soapbox. But today's episode, we're talking about overcoming overwhelm and what you can do to stop feeling overwhelmed and keep moving forward and making progress, right? Because ultimately that's the goal. We got to keep moving on our goals just like my little soapbox rant was all about. And so I want to give you some tangible tips and tricks for you to not feel as overwhelmed so you can keep moving forward and making progress. So the first thing that I wanna talk about is that you always wanna work from the end in mind. So 
The end in mind is really your vision of your future, your goal that you're working towards. If you're wanting to launch an online course and you have this idea of what it's going to look like, what you're going to teach, the transformations that your students are going to have, all these different things. If you're visualizing that, then that's the place that we're going to work for from. So you have that idea in your mind and then you just want to work backwards from that. And so you, what you would do is break down all the steps that you would have to do to get to that end result and list them all out. And what this does is it gets the wheels turning and, um, it, and it can go in one of two ways. It can go, oh, this is a lot easier than I was anticipating or more likely you're going to feel like, oh man, this is going to be a ton of work. And that's when the overwhelm starts coming in. And that's where a lot of people stop in this process. Well, I would say they probably stop before that. They stop with just the idea in their head. And then they're like, uh, no, I'm going to move on from that. But if you take the time to just get out a piece of paper, get a pen and a pencil or a pencil, and just start listing all the things out that you need to do to get to that goal, um, then you can, then you actually give yourself a game plan. But on top of just like the step-by-step tactical things that you would have to do, like, you know, filming the course and creating an outline and doing a workbook or creating a manual or whatever these things are. Also ask yourself, what type of person do I need to be to be in that ideal version and that ideal goal that I'm working towards? So like, if you want to offer an amazing course and full of transformations and whatever else, then you need to be the person that can offer that transformation. You need to be a leader, right? You need to be the type of person who can explain things well. You need to be um, energetic and charismatic and be engaging when you're on camera, right? So people don't fall asleep during your course content. Like these are the things that are necessary for your business for you to have a successful course, right? So it's not just like the, the tactical step one, do this, step two, do that. It's also kind of more the intangible, the soft skills of how are you showing up? What, what's the energy that you're providing? How are you showing up on social media? What things are you talking about? You know, have a clear vision of what you're working towards, not only for your course, but who you need to be to reach that vision as well. And so once you've listed out all the steps of what you need to do, then I would go, I would look at that, those steps and prioritize what's the most important things, because there's going to be some big things that need to happen along with some little smaller things that might not be as important. So if you can prioritize what are the most important things and what are going to be the things that give you the biggest impact for you to gain the most momentum, then focus on those things first, right? So if it, if it's like, okay, I need to film my course, do that. Like, obviously that's a big one, but also you need to plan out your course. So you need to create an outline. So that would be a priority. Um, maybe you need to figure out where you're going to shoot your course or how you're going to shoot your course. Like, is this going to just be you talking over some slides or do you need to demonstrate a technique? Is it one camera or two? How do you get good audio? Whatever else, right? Prioritize these things, but don't get lost in the details, right? Just focus on what's the biggest priority because too often we, we think about this big grand vision and we think about, oh, it's going to be pretty and it's going to look professional and whatever else. And so what do we naturally do? We go to what's comfortable and what is the least amount of resistance, right? And so maybe we'll jump on Canva and we'll start messing around with a logo and we'll start figuring out our brand colors or we'll start working on our slides and making those look cute and pretty. Those are like the least uh, beneficial things to moving forward and making progress and making momentum. Like for example, probably the biggest thing that you could do um, if you're looking to launch an online course 
is get your first student signed up before you create the course, right? Like right now we're in the process uh, next week, we're gonna take some students through my new fast launch method, which is all about how to effectively communicate about your course and get people to sign up for your course before you've even created it, right? Like that's my fast launch method. And the reason why this is so powerful is because it gets past, uh, one, it, it gets past all the fears and doubts that we have, right? Because you're just putting yourself out there, you're not overthinking it, you're just ripping that Band-Aid off. But also, once you get those students coming in, it validates that people actually want to learn from you, right? They see, uh, they see how what you have would be beneficial for them, and it's going to provide a transformation, right? So it validates that people want it. You're making money, and also you're you're gaining that big momentum to move forward because that's the biggest thing. Too often we just get stopped by these different hurdles and we don't move forward. And so whatever we can to keep moving forward is going to help us out. So by getting students who have paid us money. That's also going to make us accountable because they're depending on you to actually follow through and deliver on what you promised, right? Because they paid you money and we don't want to look bad in front of people. So we're going to do whatever we can to make sure that we meet those deadlines and we deliver the course when we say to. So there's, there's a lot of amazing things when it comes to pre-selling your course. And so that would be a big thing. Like if, if that's your goal to launch an online course, that would probably be the top thing that you could do. And then you can start filling in the gaps and you're like, okay, now that I've like, I've got a pretty good idea of what I want to teach. Let's break this down further. Make sure that we're, we're doing whatever we need to. If you need to create a few slides to get your information across, then do that. See, and then you can start building it out. Right. And that has nothing to do with creating a new logo, uh, changing your brand colors, creating a new website, right? You don't need those things because ultimately it's not important because when it comes to courses, the most important thing is that you're a problem solver and people are looking to get their problems solved. So you having a nice looking website and a pretty logo with all the best colors doesn't solve anyone's problem. Yeah, it may present you in a more professional way, but ultimately people are just wondering, how are you going to benefit me? How are you going to fix my problems? How are you going to transform my life? Like uh, your students, they, they have these desires that they're working towards and they're looking for someone to guide them there. So if you can position yourself as that person to guide them, then you're golden. You don't need any logos. You don't need any brand colors. You don't even, you don't need any of that, right? You just have to position yourself as an expert and it's a lot easier than you think it is. So again, don't get lost in the details and also catch yourself. If you're working on things that really don't matter, if they're really not making a huge difference on moving you closer to your goals, right? You, you need to be critically aware, self-aware of when you're dragging your feet and procrastinating because procrastination isn't just doing nothing and sitting on the couch. Procrastination can be doing busy work and focusing on the little things that don't matter, like creating more reels or creating a cute Instagram graphic. Like, yeah, those things are important. You need to be visible on social media, but ultimately the, the ultimate goal is to make money with your courses. So what steps are you doing every single day to move closer to that goal? So recognize when you're procrastinating with busy work and just focus on the tasks that are gonna make the biggest leaps and bounds in your business. So once you have the end goal in mind and you've worked out all the steps onto how to get there, this is where people are really starting to feel the overwhelm because they see the big picture. They see the 30,000 foot view and they're like, man, this is gonna be a lot of work. If this is gonna to be to the level that I want it to be, like this is daunting. This is gonna take a lot of work. And and this is when I wanna introduce you into a concept called just-in-time learning, just-in-time learning. And really the theory behind just-in-time learning is simply 
You just focus on one thing at a time. You just focus on that very next step. If you're on step one, focus on that step. Don't focus on step 30 or step five or whatever else. Just focus on step one. Once you finish step one, now you focus on step two. And step two, if that requires you to learn something new or to test something out or jump on YouTube or whatever it is, do that thing. Acquire the knowledge that you need, uh, implement whatever you need to, and then go to step three, right? By doing that, you're you're getting rid of all the other distractions. You're just focusing on one thing at a time and it's way more manageable in our brain because you're not thinking about the thousand steps that you have to take. You're just focused on that one step. It's really like why horses, like race horses specifically, have blinders on the side, right? They have these leather patches on the side of their eyes. And the reason why they have that is because if they didn't, they'd be seeing the horses next to them and they would get distracted. And when they're getting distracted looking at these other horses, it makes them go slower, right? And so they end up ultimately losing the race because they're losing track of what's most important. So by putting those blinders on, uh, those horses can just focus on what's right in front of them, just moving forward, right? And just getting to that finish line. And this is no different than us in our business. We need to put our blinders on and we just need to keep moving forward because the more that we're distracted by what other people are doing or focusing on you know, the big picture and getting overwhelmed, the less likely it's going to be that we actually reach our goals, right? And so we have to stay really disciplined. We have to stay disciplined and only focus on the things that matter most and what's directly in front of us, right? Don't anticipate a thousand steps ahead. So the other thing too is that you need to embrace consistent base hits instead of looking for the home run, right? Like I know I'm using a baseball analogy, but it really it really is beneficial when it comes to business, right? Because uh, what I found is that we'll just get this burst of motivation and inspiration. And we're like, oh, I've got this great idea. I'm going to do this, this, and this. And you start putting all these things together and maybe you spend the weekend doing it. And then nothing happens after that because you, you throw all this energy and effort into it. And then you kind of lose your motivation and then you don't touch it for another month or two or three or whatever else, or it just completely gets pushed aside and starts collecting dust in the corner. And so what I'm trying to tell you is that uh, motivation and inspiration, like that's going to come and go. You need to develop some discipline and just take consistent, small baby steps towards your goals. So yes, it's good to act on that inspiration, but it's another thing to just be like all in, uh, all this energy and then not keep moving forward. Like, yes, use those bursts of energy. If you have them and you're feeling motivated, take advantage of that for sure. But also you need to have the discipline when you're not motivated to keep moving forward, taking those baby steps and just get on base, right? Get to first base, then to second, then to third, then to home. And then you score a goal, uh, score a run, right? Instead of just trying to get it in one swing and not appreciating the process going into it because those small consistent baby steps over time is going to lead to way more growth and help you hit a ton more goals compared to any home run, right? Because with home runs, it just spikes and then it goes down and then you have to recover and get more energy and then it spikes and it goes down, right? Compared to the person who's making that gradual ascent over time and you're slowly working towards more and more and more and more and more, you're going to, you're going to outpace the person who's just basing their entire business on home runs and, and motivation and inspiration because you've developed discipline, right? And the last thing I want to talk about, this is a really quick episode. I just want to kind of get this out there and make it really tangible for you. But the last thing that I wanted to talk about is utilizing the help of coaches and mentors to help you achieve what you want to achieve. 
for for Maggie and I, we wouldn't have achieved half the things that we've done if it wasn't for, you know, getting the advice of people and mentors who had done it before us, right? It would have taken us much, much longer to to get to this position, right? You know, we've had the successful courses. Maggie's had a salon. We've done product lines. We've done so many different things inside of the beauty industry. And every step along the way, we've had a coach or a mentor, or we've paid for trainings and courses, and we're constantly learning and applying and getting advice from people who have, who've gone through the path before and know exactly, okay, yeah, go, I would tweak it this way so you avoid this problem. Like this is gonna connect better with people. And then we can start seeing bigger and better results. And, and when you're looking for a coach and a mentor, don't just look at their financial success or their business success. Because you also want to look at like, what kind of life are they living? Like, what are, how are they on a personal level? Like, do you get along with them? Do you, uh, do you find that they're living the life that you want to live? Right. Cause uh, you know, you may be looking at someone who just grinds all the time and they put a ton of time and effort and energy into creating this business, but they overlook other aspects of, of their life. Like maybe, you know, spirituality or relationships or whatever else. Right. Like you need to find people who have all the things that they're looking for, uh, that you're looking for. So maybe find a coach if you have kids who also has kids and a spouse and whatever else, and they have similar goals and they can show you how to have more of a lifestyle business. So you're not working constantly, right? Like these are things to look for when you're looking to have a coach. And with that, when it comes to coaches and everything else like that, be willing to invest in yourself. I think ultimately that's the biggest thing. Be willing to invest in yourself and be willing to try something new if you know that it's going to be the, the thing to get you to the next level. And um, when, it, when it comes to things that I invest in and skills that I invest in, because m- most of the time the things that I invest in is learning this new skill. Because with every new skill, I can add that into my business. I can add that in and I can start making bigger leaps and bounds because Skill by acquiring skills, that's what sets you apart from everyone else. If you know how to effectively communicate, that's going to set you apart. If you know how to create a great course, that's going to set you apart. If you know how to use a camera and how to um, engage on in front of a camera, that's going to set you apart. If you can learn how to use marketing and sales funnels and um, how to build an email list or whatever else, like all these different things are building skill sets. And so the more skill sets you acquire, the better off you're going to be. And it's not that you will only use this skill set in the beauty industry, but if you if you focus on business specific skill sets, that's going to go across any industry that you go in. It's not just going to be for the beauty industry. And you can apply that to other aspects of your life because the truth is for some of you, the beauty industry is just a stepping stone into something else. You know, maybe you're just here for a season and that's great. You know, there's so many things in my life that were just seasonal. Like there, there was a, uh, a few years back in 2015, I want to say, I seriously considered getting into programming and I'm like, oh, like I'm pretty good with technology. Like this is kind of where everything's going. Like this is where good money is. Like, so maybe I'm going to learn how to program, how to code so I can work for one of these big tech companies and, you know, easily make six figures plus uh, just because it's such an in-demand skill set. And so uh, at the time I spent, it was about $10,000 for a three month uh, programming boot camp. And this boot camp, you were there 40 hours a week. Like that's all you did. You just completely immersed yourself. And I went through it. I went through the whole three months and 
And not only was it 40 hours of learning time, but also it was in an area that was an over an hour away. Um, and I didn't want to drive an hour each way to get there. So I would take the train. And so that would add it on like a 30 minute, uh, added on 30 minutes each way. So every day I was traveling about three hours plus learning, you know, for the eight hours or more and just completely, you know, learning a brand new skill set. Like when it comes to programming, it's a completely different way of thinking and problem solving. And so you have to kind of rewire how your brain processes things and how to solve problems in that way. And so I went through that entire boot camp. I went for the whole three months, I 40 hours a week, every single week I was in there. And it might've been, might've been 16 weeks. It might've been four months actually. And by the end of it, guess what I realized? I wasn't meant to be a programmer, but did I feel defeated and feel like I wasted my money? No, absolutely not because I gained a skill set too. Like there's still things that I can do today. Like I don't remember all the programming things that I remember, but there's still times where I can like mess with a piece of code and like switch things on a sales page or, you know, whatever else like, and I can kind of tweak with things and like all these little skill sets that you learn along the way are going to benefit you. Like I was really interested in graphic design in high school. So I learned how to use Photoshop and Illustrator. And then that led to me being really interested in the movie industry. And I wanted to create uh, all the special effects for movies. Like I was amazed by that. And so I learned After Effects because I wanted to create those different things. And so I was learning how to do motion graphics and how to you know, add all these cool special effects to, to movies. And then that eventually led to me learning how to operate a camera and how to create beautiful images so I could do video on my own. And that naturally uh, naturally leads to photography because you know how to use a camera, right? So all these skills are benefiting me to the point when uh, we Maggie was like, hey, let's do an online course. Well, I approached her to do an online course. Um, I already had all these skill sets that I could use to my benefit. I knew how to film a course. I knew how to um, some design principles to make a great sales page. I knew how to do all these different things. So it made the barrier to entry a lot less daunting, right? So what I'm getting at, I'm not just trying to give you a resume of all my skills, <laughs> uh, but really what I'm getting at is like, be really learning to lean, uh, really lean into learning, be a forever student, because the more curious you are, the more that you're trying to figure things out and learn new skill sets, the more value you, you're going to bring to the marketplace and the more valuable you are going to be to other people. So really just hone in and lean into learning as much as you can about a variety of topics because you never know how it's going to serve you in the future, right? And so again, $10,000 four months later and a lot of time and effort and mental energy spent and I don't regret a thing going to that programming boot camp. And so be a forever learner, but also utilize the help of others when you can with coaches and, and different things like that. So you can get to the results that you need faster. And so real quick to recap, here's how you can overcome overwhelm. And the first thing is start with the end in mind. Think about what you're working towards, what's your big goal, and then list out all the steps it's going to take to get there. Because once you have the vision in mind, then your brain can do the processing of what needs to happen. Then once you've listed out all the steps, prioritize what are the most important and what are the ones that are gonna get you there the quickest and focus on those. Don't get distracted with the little things that really don't matter. If you really feel like you need a logo or you need new brand colors, jump on a website like Fiverr or Upwork and you can do it for super cheap. Like Maggie is looking to launch a brand new t-shirt product line 
um, not just t-shirts, but apparel in general. Um, and instead of us designing something, she jumped on Fiverr. She hired this guy for $35 to design a very specific illustration and it turned out great. And now she can use that and make money off of it. And we didn't have to pull our hair out, spending hours upon hours on getting this thing done when we could pay someone $35 to get us moving forward. So if you feel like you need these things, be willing to outsource, be willing to spend money and focus on the things that only you can do, right? Be focused on the things that are going to get you the closest to your goals that are going to make the biggest leaps, right? So prioritize the list of things that you have to do. And then after you've prioritized everything, then just focus on the just-in-time learning. Just focus on the, the step that you're on and the very next step. Don't focus on step 30 when you're on step one. So just take it one step at a time and stop looking for those home runs. Just be consistently getting on base, taking those baby steps, because over time, that's the person who's going to have the most success. And they're the ones who are going to be reaching their goals when the other ones who are just going for home runs and just basing their entire business off of motivation and inspiration, they're the ones who are going to fizzle out in the long run. So embrace consistency. And then lastly, we talked about hiring coaches and looking for help and mentors to get you there faster, right? Like that's a great way to give yourself clarity. So you know what you're doing is going to be about you know, I, I wouldn't say a hundred percent clarity, but it's going to be enough to be like, okay, this, this can work. It's worked for these other people. It's worked for my coach. It's worked for his students or her students. So it can work for me as well. So utilize the resources that you have and utilize other people's experiences as much as possible. So this was a quick episode. I just wanted to quickly show you how you can implement these things to overcome overwhelm because overwhelm is so prevalent now I went on my rant at the first of this episode talking about fear and I think overwhelm really uh, taps into fear as well. And so if you can combat those two things and get out of your own way, then the sky's the limit. It really just comes down to how big you can dream and what you think is possible for yourself. Because whatever you think is possible, that's going to be your limit. That's going to be your cap. You're never going to go above what you think is possible for yourself. So if you're setting the bar super low and you're frustrated that you're not... (laughs) that your, your lifestyle or whatever else is not surpassing that low bar, then you need to raise the bar and you need to expect more of yourself and you need to become the person that gets to that higher level, right? Uh, I heard once, and I should probably do another podcast episode on this, about how if you're living a level four life with your with how you operate and how you show up in the world, but you're expecting a level 10 outcome, then you're always going to be disappointed because there's a disconnect, right? So instead of, you know, doing level four actions and expecting bigger results, raise your actions, raise your expectations of yourself and really keep pushing yourself forward and not letting fears take advantage of, you know, the lack of progress that you're going to make, you know, always focus on moving forward because, because when it comes to fear, once you get past that fear and you do it often enough, then that fear is no longer fear. And you'll look back and be like, I don't know why I was so scared of that to begin with. And the next fear is going to pop up and you're going to do the exact same thing. So I'm not, I'm not here to say that fear ever goes away. Like each new level is going to present different challenges and you're going to have to push yourself in different ways, but it does get easier because you have, you have all these past experiences where you've bet on yourself and you've succeeded. So, Just be willing to push past your fears because it does get easier 
And those things that you were afraid of before aren't even going to be on your radar. So keep moving forward. You got this. I know you have amazing things to share with the world. And the last thing that I would want is for you to let fear stop you from moving forward. So that's the episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, if you've really enjoyed listening to the Beauty Brand Launchpad podcast, take a second to leave a review on, uh, if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, write out a quick review and give it a five-star rating. Like that would really, really help out. And I'd honestly appreciate it. And if I could ask one more thing, take a screenshot of this episode, tag me in it in your stories and let me know if this benefited you. Because if we can share this with other people, Again, we can get out of our own way. We can stop fearing things and we can start hitting the goals that we ultimately want to do because that's my goal. That's my goal for this podcast. I want to inspire you to keep moving forward and let you realize that you have an amazing life in front of you if you'll actually allow yourself to get there. Like it's kind of a crazy concept to think about. Like your life could be amazing if you just got out of your own way. And that's my goal with this podcast because I see it over and over again. I see it with you beauty professionals and you have such amazing gifts and experiences and skills that you can share with other people. And I don't want you stopping yourself from being that transformative person for someone else. So I'm going to end with that. Thank you so much, guys. I will see you on the next episode of the Beauty Brand Launchpad podcast. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to the Beauty Brand Launchpad podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, feel free to take a screenshot and share and tag me in your Instagram stories. And make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Every like, review, and share helps spread the Beauty Brand Launchpad message and is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, and I'll see you on the next episode.